Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Home A Loan podcast, where we talk everything related to mortgages and home buying. This is your weekly state of the market update recorded on Friday, April 21st, 2023. These state of the market updates, as we're calling them, are here to cover two things. One, we've got mortgage rates. What is going on with mortgage rates? Look, it's crazy time. Interest rates for months now have been up and down and up and down. It's really annoying to say the least. It's also really hard to keep track of if you are outside of the industry. I mean, shoot, I know plenty of loan officers or other people in the industry that could not explain to you in any level of detail what is happening with interest rates and why. And that's just the sad truth right there. You know who's really struggling to talk about mortgage interest rates accurately? The media. And it pains me to say that. I love reporters. I think that their job is enormously important. And that being said, common reporting about mortgage interest rates is almost always out of date, and it is oftentimes just plain wrong. A couple of weeks ago, for example, I, I get these news feed alerts on my phone, and I had two of them right next to each other. One said something along the lines of, rates plummet to six-month lows. And the other one, right below it, says, mortgage rates jump after Fed announcement. <laughs> Woof. If you want a decent source for accurate rate reporting that you can check online, I personally am going to recommend Mortgage News Daily. Their numbers tend to be pretty darn close to accurate. On the other side, the source that I suggest you really stay away from is the Freddie Mac survey. It has terrible, terrible methodology. It's just deeply flawed in the way they come up with their numbers. So much like common media, they tend to be way out of date and not accurate. Ignore the Freddie Mac survey, toss it in the trash. It's bad. Uh, We're going to do an educational episode in the very near future that talks about how mortgage interest rate work, mortgage interest rates work, pardon me there, on a fundamental level. So if you're looking for a deeper dive on this subject, watch out for that episode. You can probably expect to see that in the next month or so. Now, getting back on track, this also is a place that you can tune into to get relatively accurate and up-to-date information on mortgage rates and some of what's going on in the housing market in general. So uh, you do have to understand, again, that when it comes to mortgage rates, this stuff is changing daily, sometimes over the course of the day. So nothing that you read or listen to is ever going to be 100% up-to-date. So like I said, the other thing, the second thing that we're going to cover in these state-of-the-market reports is just relevant general information on the housing market. Maybe that's going to be national, maybe it's going to be local, but that's something that we do intend to cover. Some, but not all of that, is outside of my area of personal expertise. So we're occasionally going to bring on some guests. Um, If you're out there, if you're an industry professional, if this is something that you're interested in participating in and sharing, man, please reach out. We'd love to have you on um, and get some of your expertise out to our audience. So let's get to it. Uh, We're just going to cover rates today, but yeah. What the heck is up? What's going on? Okay, so this week, we got off to a little bit of a bad start. Monday wasn't great, but since then, interest rates have trended mostly flat. Looking back a little bit further, April 5th is about as good as mortgage rates have been in recent months. As of Friday the 21st, MBS, that's mortgage-backed securities. So MBS 5.0 coupons are trading at about 100 basis points lower than they were on April 5th. If we look at our other good metric, the 10-year treasuries, they actually hit their low on April 6th with yields at 3.309. Today, April 21st, at market close, those are sitting at 3.573. 
if we want to translate that into just regular old simple terms that anyone can digest and understand, what has happened with 30-year fixed rates over this same period of time? Well, on April 5th, we were sitting at a national average of about 6.16% for a 30-year fixed rate. April 21st, they're up. They're sitting at about 6.66% for that 30-year fixed rate national average. So we've got a full half a percent increase over roughly two weeks. I want to emphasize that these are just average rates. It's not a rate quote, and rates are different for everybody. This is here just to illustrate the shift or the concept and what's been going on with rates over the last couple of weeks. I also want to point out that these are not par rates. And when I say par rate, what that means is it's the interest rate that you get with no points or fees attached, par. This is an average rate that we are quoting. It's not your rate and it's not a par rate. That's 6.66% national average. That's coming with some points or fees. Most of the recent damage, so we talked about that half a percent increase, most of that happened recently on Friday the 14th and Monday the 17th. And again, since then, we've had no major shift. It's relatively flat over the remaining four days of this past week. Looking forward and looking towards what we can expect, the short term is super difficult to project right now. Um, I would say that next week, Thursday the 27th, uh, U.S. Department of Commerce is going to be releasing GDP, that's gross domestic product data. That's definitely a potential market mover, and it's the next known potential market mover that we have on our radar. But I want to emphasize that a lot of the recent changes in mortgage interest rates have come from things that are unforeseen. That just It's stuff that wasn't on our radar. Think the SVP bank collapse. No one was watching for that. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a big crisis. I'm using air quotes there. Um, but when SVP Bank collapsed, it moved mortgage rates in a big way, and it's just not something that was on our radar to expect. Now, if we look a little bit more long-term for what's going on with interest rates, we're still projecting that they're going to improve over the course of 2023. That's our, our best guess here. How much they improve is absolutely impossible to forecast accurately. So if you're out there reading something that says, oh, end of 2023, mortgage rates are going to be four and a quarter percent, or oh, end of 2023, mortgage rates are going to be five percent, ignore it. Nobody knows. We expect them to get better. We just don't know by how much or when. I also want to emphasize that I'm pretty confident the path to better interest rates, it's, it's not going to be linear. It's not going to be a straight line from here they are today, and they will just get a little bit better every day until they land at whatever the bottom is. You can expect ups and downs along the way, a lot like what we've experienced over these past couple of weeks. Things that you can keep an eye on if you're looking to become a slightly more educated consumer or industry professional, um, there's really two things to watch more than anything else when it comes to what's going to go on with mortgage rates. Inflation data and jobs data. So for mortgage interest rates to improve, we need to see inflation shrink. Less inflation equals better mortgage rates. That's the simple formula. This is really important at the United States level, but foreign inflation does also have some impact. Um, recent data has showed that inflation is kind of starting to taper off in the United States. More and more of the data supports that. There's still a couple of data lines that, that show persistent inflation, but overall it's improving. That's not as much of a case in foreign markets, in particular, some European markets are struggling with really persistent inflation that hasn't come down as much. The other component, the job side, 
the simple way to put it is that a weaker jobs market will mean better mortgage rates. And that kind of sucks. But low unemployment and high wage growth do tend to support persistent inflation. And again, we're trying to get inflation down so that mortgage rates can get better. So if we see a growth in the unemployment rate or a growth in unemployment claims, and if we also see a slowing of wage growth, that is very likely going to be good for mortgage rates because it will support a decline long-term in inflation. All right, that's all I've got. That's everything for today. Uh, that's your weekly State of the Mortgage Market Report. I'm your host, Matt Gare, wishing you a wonderful day and a safe journey home.